Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and only legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalava and Plethka. As ever, here is the managing partner Ludmilla Yamalava. It's uh, great to see you. Good to be chatting with you, Tim, as always. Thank you for being here. Now, this time on Logical, a special legal tool, uh, I think, is the best way to characterise it, orders on petition. Ludmilla, can I just start with... Uh, what on earth is an order on petition? Indeed. Um, so it's basically a request to the court to issue a decision uh, ordering a third party to do or not to do something. Right. Uh, quite an interesting uh, tool because, as you rightfully said, it is a legal tool. Uh, but it is an expedited and more almost administrative uh, tool where you are soliciting the court's help to with uh, resolving a matter um, of one nature or another. Uh, so ultimately, in simple terms, that's what it is. So it's not a case on the merits. And because of it, because it's basically, it really is there to address perhaps black and white uh, issues uh, right. that do not really require uh, substance or merits and uh, discussion of substance and merits. And therefore, by its nature of what it is and for what it's designed, and the law sets it out to, um, uh, to be resolved and or decision should be issued within just a day or two from the time you actually make a submission. The court has the documents. So that's what we're talking about. So we're talking about a special legal tool. We're not talking, but it is a court case. And most people, when they think, oh, court case, oh, my goodness, this is going to be years and years and uh, complicated and lawyers involved and money and hearings and experts and so on and so forth. But it is, while it is a court tool and a court request and the court case, it is a very expedited uh, and um, much, much less perhaps uh, formal and therefore a little bit almost, you know, less, less bureaucratic, if you will, uh, a request of the court to help you with something. Okay, so rather than, you know, discussing the finer legal points of a case, although this is a case, what this is, is essentially if somebody's not playing ball, this is a court order for another party to do or not do uh, a specific act, isn't it? This is a way of saying, right, let's get this, let's get this done. Exactly. So let's give a few specific examples, and this is why I have to tell you this: the, though this particular, uh, the I guess um, tool that was it was introduced in the UE legal system a few years now, I think maybe five or so years, it's really in the last two or three years it has been uh, more understood and therefore practice. And it is incredibly effective for a lot of different matters. Uh, so, for example, let's say we want, um, uh, I, you know, you hired me to work for you, but as part of it, you requested they give you my passport. Okay. And uh, now you don't give me my passport back because you're afraid I run away or whatever reason, or you think I owe you something and mm -hmm. you're just holding my passport. Now, the uh, an example of, of passport being held by employers is, is a very common phenomenon in the UAE, though becoming less so over the years. But it has always been illegal, and it is illegal today, and it's, it's illegal, it's contrary to the UAE employment law, and it's also contrary to the UAE constitution, so it is... It is illegal in many fronts, yet the practice exists, yeah. right? Yeah. But because the legality or illegality of this is so black and white, it, there's no reason. There's this is an example where you don't need to argue merits or substance of a case. It's just it doesn't matter why you took my passport, even if I owe you money. 
it doesn't matter because that becomes a legal ma- issue. Me owing you money becomes a legal issue, but you holding my passport is black and white. You're not allowed to have it because ultimately the passport is actually property of the government that issues it. So it's not for you to hold unless you are an official government authority, let's say the court or police, prosecution or immigration. You as a, as a private person or a company, you have no right to hold my passport, mm. uh, irrespective of why I gave it to you. So that's an example where you could file an order on petition to the court and say, here, Tim took my passport, he's an employer, and I'll provide my, your, deta- your details. And there's nothing there to argue for me. Just say, you have my passport, I want my passport back. So that's a, an example uh, of an order on petition. Uh, and one that we have talked a lot and shared a lot in the last uh, few years and have used successfully many times and has been a huge relief to a lot of people who have um, found themselves and continue to find themselves without their passports because their employers in particular holding it uh, over their heads because in exchange for something, uh, which is not right. So. Uh, and um, the decision, the courts issued decisions about the return of the passport within a day or two. So there's an example. So now how do you do it? There's two ways of doing it. Finally, this order and petition, and I'll, um, I'll share a few other examples. But in the meantime, just to give some context, uh, it's you can file it through the online court platform. So if you uh, have all your own online access to the court uh, website, mm-hmm. uh, then you can just file it through uh, the online uh, access, or you can go to one of the typing centers and they'll do it for you there. So if a lot of people, let's say uh, workers, domestic helpers, uh, where going through the online uh, platform is a little more challenging because a lot of it is something in Arabic, though there's things are becoming more accessible in English as well. But it might be easier for them just to go to the typing center and they will submit that in the typing center. Um, so uh, some, one of the, uh, and then once you submit it to the typing center, so the typing center here, it's, it's a bit of a misnomer in terms of the name. The typing center is actually an offshoot from the court. So whatever the so-called typing center, uh, Tashil, for example, will, will write up whatever they submit, they submit and go straight to the court. And so, and then the court issued a decision within literally a day or two. Uh, now, with this court decision, you go to the police, and the police will call, and, and what the order will say, that such and such person, let's say Tim <laughs> Elliot, you must return the passport, Lumila's passport, to her. So I have this document, it's from the court, Dubai courts, but it's in Arabic, and so, but what can I do with it? Well, I mean, I personally, I can't go to you, I can go and wave it to you, maybe you'll listen to me and you'll give it back to me, but the proper way of doing it is you call, you go to the police with this document, and the police will call on your behalf, instead of you going, or me going to you and facing you, the police will call you, and will tell you to bring the passport to the police. And I, I'm listening now that the yes, police yes, yes. have phoned me. Good, exactly, yeah. Right. And if you don't come to the police, they will... They can uh, file a case against you. Okay. And then put you in a travel ban. So it's pretty serious if you mm. don't listen to the police. Mm. Uh, so that's basically how order and petition works. Let me give you a few other examples. Uh, another one is imposing a travel ban, for example. Let's say, uh, let's say you're a parent and you're worried that your um, uh, husband or your spouse who might run away with your child. Um, so you can impose, for example, a travel ban on, you can impose a travel ban on the child so that the child is not, not on the person, not on an adult, but on, oh, the, on okay. a child. So this is my child and I'm afraid that, uh, that, for example, the father or the mother will run away with the child. I mean, that's, that's an option that's been used for. Uh, and um, so that's another example. One more is issuing a birth certificate. So and there's a discussion we've had in other previous podcasts. So 
Now that the laws in the UAE have changed significantly and it's no longer criminal per se to have a baby without a marriage certificate, uh, and now, but still issuance of a birth certificate requires a special court request and it would be done through uh, this order and petition. So if you either uh, gave birth without a marriage certificate or your marriage certificate less than six months uh, old from the time the baby you were married and the baby is born, uh, you cannot apply for a birth certificate directly to the Ministry of Health. Right. You have to do it through the court through this order and petition. That's, so that's another example. And once right. again, here, you're not really arguing any substance. So you're saying here, here's, we have a birth notification document from the hospital that says that we're the parents and this is our child. So we're just on the back of this one document. You file for this order and petition. And the court issues a decision to the uh, within a day or two, and with this decision, you go to the Ministry of Health. In this particular case, and the Ministry of Health will issue a birth certificate because that decision, the court's decision, will say, "Please, Ministry of Health, please issue this birth certificate." Mm. Um, another example. Um, another one is, let's say you're renting a property and uh, your AC broke. Uh, you know, let's face it, we live in Dubai in the Middle East. Uh, in the middle of summer, if your AC does not work, it's uh, highly uncomfortable to say the least. Mm -hmm. So, what do you do? So you could also, by the way, just file a request here. You would file through the rental court uh, and uh, to request for the, uh, the rental court to issue an order to the landlord to fix the AC. Um, so that's another example. Or, for example, let's say somebody prevents you from using something, like let's say using your car or using or entering your property, let's say, or office or something. Same. So an order petition would be for that. Hey, listen, this is my car. Please return my car, for example. Or this is my house and you've uh, you've locked me out of your house, of my own house. So these are some examples. And you see each one of these examples, there is not really much substance to argue uh, the substance is sort of evident on the documents. It's more just that you want an authority's uh, confirmation that serves as an order for another authority, the implementing authorities like the police, for example, the Ministry of Health, uh, to, um, to, to make the other party, the other side, act. Well, this is a way to get something that should be done or shouldn't be done. Uh, done or not done. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but I think you know what I mean. This is the court saying, make this so, isn't it? And it's as simple as that. I mean, l let me just ask you a very brief question here. You, you referred to this at the beginning of this conversation as an incredibly effective tool. An order on petition is something you can't ignore. No, and that's exactly it, because basically yeah. it's a court order. Yeah. So, and there's another another nuance about this form of a court request is that it is served what's called ex parte. Ex parte means when I file a, an order to the court, I don't have to serve the other side, which in of itself is much faster, more efficient, okay. because the service itself uh, can is, is usually takes is, is a process and and it takes time. Though in the UAE it's becoming much more efficient, uh, but still. And then because I don't have to serve it on the other side, the other side is not there expected to answer or respond yeah. because again the 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 matter that is subject to orders and petition are very much black and white and they don't require a response. And so once I submit this request, you don't know about it. Let's say you are holding my passport and you don't know about it. I submit it to the court. The court reviews the documents, issues a decision, and order. Then with this order. I go, for example, to the police, and that's how you get served with the order and petition, right? Now, if you don't respond to it, if it's, let's say, it's, it's just like a court decision, right? So I, in that case, I go to the police. 
So the police, if you don't respond to the police, the police will open a case against you, right? And so similarly, if you, with any other authority, it's just, they see it's, it's a court request. I mean, it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty undisputed uh, authority and, and therefore sort of source of instructions. Uh, so um, it is, uh, we have yet to see any authority that does not, or that has not responded to the court order, because the court order. So, and this is truly the highest sort of level of authority in the country, not just in the country, but other countries. So reasonably easy to apply for. You can apply online. You can go to a typing centre. As you said, typing centres are, uh, you know, next to uh, the court system, uh, if you like, part of the system, in fact. What about cost? The costs are very affordable, uh, depending on what you're claiming. But it's, yeah, I think the highest cost we've seen so far is a thousand dirhams. Sometimes they're free altogether. Okay. Other times it's a hundred dirhams, uh, you know, 200 dirhams, 50 dirhams. So it depends on the, the type of request. But this is quite significant because let's face it, we see a lot of laborers, domestic workers who find themselves without passports because their employer is holding passports. Mm. And these people, just because of by virtue of their profession, they don't earn very much money. So for them, even a hundred dirhams is a lot of money. But so, and anytime people think about a court case, they think about thousands of dirhams, and sure. that's it just it becomes unaffordable. Whereas here, uh, it these people can't afford. And I tell you, because a lot of the time the passport requests to release passports are even free. We've seen them just not cost very much or 50 dirhams for example most of the time these all these employees can afford to pay that uh, and um, you know because it happens so fast you go to the typing center they'll submit a request for you right there and then and the next day or two you will hear from the court it's just it's it's worth every first of the cost is really insignificant uh, compared to other court uh, expenses and you don't need a lawyer for this uh, and you don't really need uh, time or or ability to argue your case. Um, so it's um, it's affordable, if not cheap, <laughs> if not free. It's it's efficient. It's expeditious, and it's highly effective. What kind of evidence would you need if somebody is holding your passport? It's not as though you could just go and say, well, look, this guy has my passport. Um, what do you need to show? Sure, because also, listen, what you're doing here, you're talking to the court, right? So it's, you cannot really lie to the court either. You, in theory, you're not going to submit a request right. that doesn't uh, doesn't have merit because then you'd be lying to the court. Uh, so in terms of, so there is a presumption of that, right? So right. in this particular case, you don't necessarily need to show that. I don't need to show, let's say, that you hold my passport. Let's say I'm an employee and uh, this is my employer. Here's his contact details and you know, here's his trade license or here's his passport copy. He holds my passport. Right. That's it. Okay. So you don't even necessarily need to establish that employee relationship because in many cases, uh, there are other parties that hold your passports that are with whom you don't really have that kind of an official, let's say, employment relationship. But there's some other relationship. I, let's say um, uh, you lend me money and I gave you a passport to hold. So you're not my employee employer. You're just, mm. uh, uh, let's say, a friend even. But now I want my passport back. Right. So I just, I don't really need to prove very much. I can just, I, in that case, I would just uh, describe that uh, I gave you my passport and um, you, you wouldn't give it back to me. So there's there's not really much evidence or proof that I have to show that you're holding my passport. But there's a presumption that I wouldn't be lying to the court. 
That's another episode of Logical, this time Orders on Petition, which is, uh, simply put, an expedited court decision that orders a party to do or not do a specific act. The examples that Ludmilla uh, outlined there. Our expert, as ever, Ludmilla Yamalava, managing partner here at Yamalava and Plethka here on Logical, and thank you as always. Thank you, Tim. Find us at LY Law on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. There's also a growing library, hundreds of podcasts on all kinds of legal issues here in the Emirates that are all free to listen to. Uh, to get a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or to talk to a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, click the contact button at lylawyers.com.